Hey, thanks again for joining us on the Agents to Owners podcast. I am Brad Bolt with the AmeriGuard Insurance Agency located in Blaine, Minnesota. This is part two with Monica Edwani. Enjoy. And sometimes it's just a second opinion. You know, I mean, when you are deep into the weeds of your day-to-day operation, sometimes you don't always see, you know, what's going on or the problem areas. You have somebody come in with a bird's eye view and, and the solution is so clear. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to hear that yeah. solution from somebody else, especially right. from you know somebody that you respect and that has been there. Yeah, that's what happens when you're in the business and not on the business, yeah. right? Like that's the people talk all the time about like working in the business or on the business, and that's exactly what happens. Sometimes we get you know we have the the blindfolds or, or we're just you know winning that race, but at some point. You're going to have to stop, you know, drink the yeah. water, drink the water, right? We're like in a horse race where <laughs> we have to stop, drink some water to keep running. So, um, you know, we have sometimes and my my favorite analogy, which was given to me by my coach, my coach couple, a uh, couple years ago, you know, you're going through the jungle, you're, co- you're cutting, you know, but sometimes you actually have to climb that tree, see the destination yes. again calm down and keep, you know, going to the jungle, cutting the, 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 the vines that are obstructing you to, from getting to that destination. So, you know, it's, uh, you always have to kind of stop in, 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 in find out what else is out there. Challenge your own comfort level because we get comfortable too. And that's dangerous. I don't know what that's like, but, but maybe I'll get comfortable someday. <laughs> they said you get comfortable when you're ready to retire. And by then, you know. <laughs> I, I hope so. Maybe you just don't care anymore at that point. But I don't see myself getting there. But I, I no, but the, fantastic. Yeah. The reason I bring it up is because, you know, some, some agents um, reuse to change and reuse to adopt new technologies or they um you know say no 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 this is what we've done it for 25 years but there's going to get to a point where you're going to have to pivot right at some degree uh and we have seen in the past three years that adapting and pivoting it's uh it's not just a a one-time event it's gonna continue to happen moving forward so I think, you know, having all these uh, little voices in your mind that are reminding you that, you know, there is always something more, something better that I can do working smarter so you can grow without having to actually feel it on your pocket too much. Um, possibilities can, can be quite rewarding, I guess. That made me think of another question of adapting and pivoting, which I I believe and know and I have zero issue with. And that's Mm -hmm. something I've, I think I've gotten so much better at over the years is I'm ready to change and go in a different direction very quickly. If I think something is going to, if if it's going to be, uh, you know, help the business and help the business Mm -hmm. move uh, faster and quicker and be better. Do you have any tips on how to help our agency team adapt Mm. and pivot because I've noticed in my agency and when speaking to other business owners, you know, there's, and most people in general don't like change. 
Yeah. We like to do things. We're comfortable with the way that we're doing things and we don't want to change. We, even if it's, even if it's going to be better, how, how can we help our staff mm-hmm. understand? I mean, we, we communicate as, you know, as open and honestly as possible, but do you have any tips and I'm putting you on the spot here <laughs> for, because I'm, you've, I'm I know you've been through it, whether that's adding on a virtual assistant, which I've, yeah. I've heard from many agents, you know, agencies that that can be a difficult transition. And that's, that's a very yeah. good one is how do we get, um, how do we have our staff adapt to this new, this virtual assistant or yeah. this new piece of technology? Yeah. So it is, it is all about culture, right? Yeah. It starts with culture. And I think, you know, when you have had an agency, uh, and you have led in a certain way where you're just letting people run with like their tasks, not learning anything new. It becomes a little bit more difficult because they um, haven't really had to adopt yeah. or or grow or pivot. Right. Um, one of the things that I always like to be doing is challenging the team on, you know, you have to tell me one new thing that you learned this week. And doesn't have to be related to their job. It has to just be related of something new that they decided that they wanted to learn. Like, for example, I'm a horrible baker. I suck at baking. (laughs) But I'm going to challenge myself to make cookies because my daughter has a birthday party to go Mm. to, right? Like, so it is not about the task and it's not about the situation. It is about behavior, and I think um, so, for example, I have um, I have an operations assistant, right? One of his challenges is that every week he needs to do his research and he needs to showcase me or every two weeks, actually, um, a new piece of technology that I am not aware of. And he needs to come up with a plan that if we were to in, in, in integrate that into our business, how will that work, right? And then we we make it a, a, a sample study, right? And it's like, hey, team, I did my research. I took a demo and here's a piece of technology that I think we should integrate. How do you think this will help us? And I just toss it out there, even if I had no intention of buying that thing, like I just don't care, right? But it challenges them to always be thinking about the possibility, right? Because at any moment, this can change. So it is more about challenging them to actually take the initiative to continue to learn, continue to do something new, continue to kind of try to fill in your shoes, like, for example, if they're in a service position and not on a sales position, but we know that, I don't know, Jason, it's going in vacation in three weeks. How about you learn how to quote Jason's niche market and maybe you can step on his shoes until he comes back from vacation? Yeah. So as leaders, we actually need to find ways of keeping them motivated and keep their brains moving forward with us because like it or not, even though we own the business, they own the business because without them, we don't have a business. Correct. But you have to give them that 
power that, you know, I'm not the only person here that needs to do the thinking. Yes. I need you guys to always be aware that tomorrow something can change and I need you to be prepared for that change. So hence, I want all these ideas and all these things to come from you. They don't have to come to from the top down. And it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a different way of leadership, right? Yeah. Because we're so used of like, no, I you do what I say versus we should be doing what our staff says because they are in the front line. We can only help them to execute and to challenge their ideas and for us to actually guide them into that lighthouse that we want for our business. So we are the, uh, how you call it? We need to plant the seed, right? Yeah. We need to plant that seed and help, help them grow that seed. Um, yeah, we're kickstarting we the thought process. Yeah. Absolutely. So I think it's all about behavior. We have yeah. to incite that behavior. Uh, and it starts with us throwing things out there so they can think on their feet and that they can be on it, right? Like, hey, um, I don't know, Anna, I need you to actually start thinking how this process that you do can be done more efficiently. So can you talk to the rest of the team and see how we can kind of cut about five minutes of that time instead of you going to your office and thinking, shit, Anna spends too much time on this task. How can we make that better? It's not your job. It's their job because they are the ones doing it. And if you continue to make all decisions at the end of the day, when you really want change to happen, you're not going to get buy-in. Yeah. And, and what you just referenced of requesting that Anna teach the rest of the team, mm -hmm. she's going to learn from that experience by researching it and then having to communicate it. And, and that gets the it. conversation going with the rest of the group. That is and gold. Yeah. And leading it and getting yeah. buy-in from the rest of yes. the team. Now yes. we're not complaining. We're solving problems, right? Yes. And you just move your entire team from complainers or from like, ugh, I don't have enough time to like, I actually have the capacity to make this change. I'm going to find a way and then I'm going to tell Brad how I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. And that's it. Beautiful. Backing up just a little bit to, you mentioned earlier that things are probably a little easier now um, mm -hmm. for, uh, for younger agencies because you know, because there's probably more resources out there. We don't mm -hmm. always have to reinvent the wheel. Um, right. For example, you know, I, when I figured it out that I needed written processes, I was thinking of, oh, where do I start? Mm -hmm. You know, where, and then I just started from scratch and I took down, okay, how do we, what do we do when we take a quote? What do we do when we take an application? And I wrote those down and then I shared with the yeah. team, you know, does, does this look right? Am I missing anything? What resources are out there so we don't have to start from square one? Or what, what resources do you are you aware of that can help us with some of these processes? Well, I mean, um, it's difficult because every agency works a little bit different. Yeah. Right? Everybody has their own way. But 
what you can start with is going into the groups of your CRM, right? You know that there is a bunch of people that already use mm. your CRM. So going to that group, that being Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever that group for that specific system is hosted. Some of them have like online um, platforms, blogs, like, you know, for example, AMS 360 has an FBU, right? And uh, Easy Links has a Facebook group. And, yep. you know, yeah. so you go there and they already have pre-written processes on how mm -hmm. to specifically use the system, right? So if you go and you extract that, how, this is the process on how to do commissions or how to do this or how to, you know, make a new policy, all you have to do is copy and paste it and then you integrate how Brad Bolts does the rest, right? Because the system works the same way for everybody. But then you just have to plug in, in our agency, this is our preference, right? But then you didn't have to write that whole thing, yeah. right? So kind of like utilizing the resources that already exist. Yes. And then the other is video, right? Like right now, nobody has the time to read 101 pages of anything. So I personally use a lot uh, Loom. I, mm -hmm. I use Loom for everything. Yeah. Like yep. I do too. every training, every, anything that changes, anything. I just create a video and I have a, a video library as of like, if you just forgot how to do this specific thing, you just play that video and it will tell you right away. It takes you a little bit of time, but use the experts in your agency in order to record that video. It's five minutes, right? Yeah. Some some of them, you know, maybe you need to go to like Zoom or whatever to record longer videos. Um, but video is a beautiful thing because, you know, you don't have to be repeating yourself and everything is recorded, it's consistent and you just, it's a repeatable process, right? Um, so video is a wonderful thing supported by documentation because there are certain things that, you know, you do have to have in, 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 in a written format templates and stuff like that, that people can go back reference to copy and paste from. Right. Um, so I think right now for me, uh, the biggest success has been video, uh, you know, having a, an, an insight library of everything we do and then the written process to go with that uh, by the experts within our organization because yeah, not, everything, not everything has to come from me no and you know uh, to your point with you utilizing some of those facebook groups and heck some people will just they'll just send you your, their whole process and procedures manual mm -hmm. they will i know and, someone that would <laughs> and, <laughs> well which is so huge because you know you you just like anything else you take what you want and leave the rest yeah. and add to it and again, that's not starting from scratch, but it's so, so use, utilize um, the resources that you have. Don't be afraid to ask. You are right. not alone because a lot right. of times as new, you know, business owners, agency owners, it can, it can seem like, a, it, it can seem like you're alone and nobody else really understands what you're dealing with, but you're not. And that's why with these groups, there's, there's so many people that are willing to help. So don't be afraid to ask. Right. Um, take what they have 
you'll get some ideas from it and 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 create your put your own spin on it from there yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent and there's so many people willing to help too so much information out there uh you yeah. can even you know you can even go into other companies um processes that are not within insurance and see how they're yes. handling their customer service how are they getting you know these five-star rating stuff like that like you can use so much from yeah. everywhere that is not insurance too you just have to be willing to do the research you must get from all the people that you connect yourself with um and if you go onto your onto your page if you ever want to visit it's monicaedwani.com and you can see all the people that she is connected to and all the people that she promotes but by cross pollinating if you will with all these different companies you can learn so much outside yeah. of the insurance industry correct? yeah because they yeah. all have to um you have something to learn from everybody you meet you know you if you're if you are in the mentality of like you know every person i learn i need to i need to learn something new about them and from them in regards of how they run their business um that's why i love um you know interviewing people in their stories yeah you, you never know um how resilient uh and and how many resilient resilient leaders are out there that decide to run their businesses their own way yeah. but at the end of the day when it comes to like operations there is just one rule and i can give you my recipe but if you don't execute that's that you're not going to succeed and that's where we all kind of meet in the middle execution is key so we all are very successful because execution exists right so you have to be willing to learn from others how to better execute in your business. And that's the, that's the recipe for success. It, it, you know, processes are important. Operations are important. People is important. But you need to be able to execute. And the only way to execute properly is getting the buy-in from your team. Yeah. If you don't have that, you will not be successful um and that's just proven you know no one has built an empire on their own you yeah know, you, you need to have an army around you so yes. um you know execution um uh, and being able and willing to spend that time not with just with your with your clients but also with your team which is what most of us um actually execute very poorly on uh, it's what, it's what it's going to get us to the next level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One final question for you before I let you go. Um, <clears throat> and every agency is different, um, you know, for this, this question. And, you know, you've been, uh, you know, had so much experience with it. You know, we talked about, you know, there's only so much that we can do as owners and it's so important to delegate. And what I learned fairly far into my ownership career was the importance of outsourcing. Yeah. What would you say or in your experience have been the best functions that we can outsource? From an agency standpoint yeah. or from yeah. an ownership standpoint? Ownership. Ownership standpoint. Okay. So ownership standpoint, I'll, I'll give you both um, so you can, you know, have the okay. sharing. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> so from an um, ownership standpoint, right? Um, things that you can delegate, finances. You can yes. delegate finances. Yes. Uh, you can outsource finances, even though yes. it's a little scary. Um, you can definitely do that, you know, yes. and that ties in into from an agency standpoint, you know, commission reconciliations. Uh, you can outsource actually the reconciliation of the books, reconciliation of the carriers, um, making sure that that person, that outsourcing person is keeping you on track with, you know, if you're going to be um, hitting, you have any contracts for profit sharing and stuff like that. This person can give you and snapshot and say, hey, I will definitely recommend for you this month to focus on placing more business here so you can hit this certain level that you need in order to get there, right? Like anything about finances, you know, uh, accounts payable, stuff like that, because finances, agency owners do spend a lot of time on. Yep. And it's very, very time consuming. So outsourcing that is definitely um, key. Uh, in order to free up your time as an agency owner. Um, the other thing is the administrative tasks, right? Um, you know, as, as you guys know, Troy Thompson is my business partner in Sabato. Mm -hmm. And uh, our executive admin, Amin, I don't know what we will do without her because, you know, she is the one managing the calendar, managing the cancellations, making sure we get on time to places, making sure that if we need to travel, if we need, you know, time with the family, like mm -hmm. if whatever it is that, you know, has to do with email answering that, you know, of things that we don't need to get involved in. And at the end of the day, she just gives us a summary and say, hey, Monica, I responded to these people. This is what they were looking for you know, make sure that you give them a call or like, you know, I responded to all these, you have all these podcasts set up, you have all these meetings set up with marketing reps, this, this and that, right? Like, I only need to spend an hour with her instead of spending three hours answering like to all these emails, all these appointments, all these things that I, you know, really take off my time. So from an agency ownership standpoint, you know, setting up appointments with uh, clients, setting up appointments with referral sources, lunches, dinners, uh, events, finding out events, find, you know, all these stuff that needs to be done from a, um, how you call it? The uh, time, from time, from a, a, a time, time management standpoint. I'm so tired already. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's three o'clock, man. I'm just exhausted right now. Uh, I party too hard last night. Oh I, boy. I, I, I had I had a. Uh, it was a, Monica's birthday yesterday, yeah. so I'm sure I, yeah, I sure hope I, you celebrate I, a little bit. I went too too late to bed. I, I it was nine thirty, so I needed to go. Oh boy. Earlier. <laughs> it was. It, I party too much. Um, no, anyways. Um, but you know anything that has to do from a time management standpoint, you can you can delegate because you don't need yeah. to do everything. And at the end of the day, you will continue to have that relationship. You will continue to talk to everybody. You just don't need to deal with the back and forth and coordination of things, right? So that administrative side you can also delegate as well. Um, another item from an agency ownership standpoint, it's like you know, pro written processes and stuff yeah. like you can have 
your staff and an outsourcing person tackle that. And then you just have to meet with people once a week and say, is it working? Is it not working? What do we need to change? You know, you can have quality control people in place in order to make your life a lot easier. So you don't have to spend your entire day in like issues with clients, yeah. right? Because if you have a good system, you shouldn't be having those issues unless it's something catastrophic like a claim or stuff like that that sometimes need your involvement, right? So those are very good three key items. And then if you decide that you are doing the sales, right? Because this goes back in a big circle, right? If that was your decision as an agency owner, that you still want to do sales, then you need to have an outsourced person that can do the onboarding for you. Do you really need to send the applications? Do you really need to hit that right. submit button? Yeah, where do you I really save time? Need to, yeah. Do you really need to make that payment? Do you really have to email that stuff? Like, just ask yourself questions about, do I really need to do this? Or do yeah. I really need to just quote, present, get the agreement and move on? Yes. Right. So from from that standpoint, I think those are key items that an agency owner can save so many hours during the week. And instead of having a 90 day, you know, 90 hours a week, you can just reduce your to 45. Right. So yeah. and then go and, and teach your football or whatever it is that you love to do for personal gain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes you happy. I don't know. You know, my kid is getting older, so she's, you know, I don't spend too much time on the field or anything like that. Yeah. But like, you know, what is that you want to really spend yeah. your time on? Um, and that's where, you know, where the beauty comes in. Monica, thank you so much for your time today. I know, um, I know your, I know your schedule. It's very tight, so I am so appreciative. So many amazing takeaways today. I, I could not be more grateful that you took I this time. I hope it helps somebody. Oh, it is. It'll help somebody. <laughs> um, hang on, real quick. I'm just going to chat with you real quick, but I'm just going to wrap yep. this thing up once yeah. again. Uh, Monica Edwani. You can reach her at uh, monicaedwani.com. You can reach her on LinkedIn. Um, anywhere else, if, if someone wants to get in touch with you, that they can reach reach you at. Those are those are my two professional okay. things. So if you go to my website, there is you know a, a schedule thing there. You can spend time with me, schedule time with me. LinkedIn, I'm always live. I live there. That's yeah. one thing I manage. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can reach out to me in either, or that will be fine. If you want to talk or, you know, you want to chat again, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the agents to owners podcast. We will see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the agents to owners podcast. If you liked what you've been hearing, please go ahead, like subscribe and share again. My name is Brad Bolt with the AmeriGuard insurance agency. If you need to hold, get a hold of me, you can email me at bbolt at amerigard.com, and I will leave that in the show notes, or you can message me on LinkedIn. Thanks again for listening. We will be releasing episodes every Monday morning. We'll see you next time.